Welcome to the Sipping Point, where each week we explore the recipe for a delicious life. I'm your host, Lori Forrester, the wine coach, and I've made it my mission in life to demystify wine and today booze one glass at a time. So expect a fresh and fun approach to the world of wine, spirits, food, and so much more. Well, this week and next week, I'm going to focus on spirits, but today with a feminine twist. You're going to find out what that means. Kaylee Culp, author of Booze for Babes, is here, and she's going to teach me all about something I really don't know much about, scotch. And I know we have a lot of guys out there. Chris, are you a scotch drinker? Uh, not so much. I don't, uh, it's a little too pricey for my uh, <laughs> for my range. Maybe we're going to change your mind <laughs> today. So. You never know. But I do a wine tasting comedy show, and one of the things we do is we get our drinking names on, Kaylee, and a lot of times... The first names will be Scotch because the first name is your favorite alcohol to drink. And a lot of the guys, their first name is Scotch. I rarely see a woman with first name Scotch. But you're here to change all that and tell us what an amazing beverage this is and how to tell the different styles and where it's from. And you have the background because you wrote this amazing book called Booze for Babes and you're a freelance journalist. You've written for the who's who of magazines here, Travel and Leisure, Wine Enthusiast, as well as AARP. I didn't get that magazine yet in the mail, but I'm dreading the day. (laughs) Uh, Miami Herald, uh, The Capitol File, and so much more. You've won awards from the press associations in Maryland, Delaware, and D.C. And the subtitle of your Booze for Babes is The Smart Woman's Guide to Drinking Spirits Right. I love that. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Lori. It's great to be here. It really is. And I, I know that I am mostly a wine and beer drinker. And I've only just started to dabble in things like rye because last weekend we had Brendan Doerr here from the B&O and he's a big rye fan. So he introduced me to bullet rye and I'm really enjoying that in cocktails. I haven't started drinking any of it straight yet, but <laughs> I'm so excited to learn because I know scotch is just as masterful, amazing a beverage as wine but I know I don't know all the ins and outs, so you're going to teach me, right? That's right. And actually, you might be quite surprised because just like a wide category, like red wine, scotch can be have just the same breadth of characteristics. It can be sweet, it can be punchy, it can be dry, and it can be oaky. So we'll learn all about that today. Great. So before we dive in, and I'm literally ready to dive into these glasses. <laughs> it <laughs> smells great. It's been a rough week. Um, <laughs> tell me just an overview for folks who are, you know, heard Booze for Babes, the book. What all is in this book? That women can expect. There's so much, but give us an overview. Yeah, so I wrote this book. Um, it actually stemmed from a trip that I took to Bourbon Country in Kentucky, and um, before that, I had been an awful drinker. I was the queen <laughs> of cream sickles. I like to tell people. Oh, the chick drinks. Yeah, the yeah. chick girly drinks. Um, and so I went there on a travel assignment, not expecting anything about learning to like whiskey or becoming a whiskey or spirits connoisseur. But after I went to all the distilleries and met all the people who were making them, I saw all the work that went into making them and tasted all these different brands. I was in love and I realized that I needed to teach other women how to buy, drink and serve spirits in a confident, fun and non-pandering way. Because so much of um, our knowledge about spirits is dictated by the marketing of these companies to us and um, the skinny this and skinny that and 
uh, pink this Agreed. and pink that. And so um, it's important not to be intimidated. So basically, this is a manual just so that you can um, handle your average Tuesday night with girlfriends and be able to belly up to the bar and ask for what you want and know what what you like. I love that. And you even have a little section there flying solo at the bar. That's right. So how to be at the bar by yourself, too. I bet. I, I can't wait to go through that. All right. So that's one of the skills. When my daughter gets older, I'm going to teach her. Yes. <laughs> how to get a guy to buy you a drink and then get rid of him. Okay. No, we're not going there. Okay. So scotch is what we're going to focus on, although you focus on many different spirits in here. So I'm just getting started. You have three lovely glasses in front of me. Tell me a little bit about what we, what we have. Uh, we have three different makers three different regions from scotland tell me about the first at least that's right all these three scotches all share a commonality which was that they are owned by the same company um, and they are actually blended by the same person she's a woman she's awesome her name's rachel barry Um, but they are all very different because they all come from different regions in the country And the region where they come from um, determines a lot of characteristics that you'll find in the scotch, much like in wine and with the terroir and how that affects the the tastes and flavors that you get. Great. The first one is the Akintosh in 12 year. Um, Say that three times fast. I know. And that's it. That's the (laughs) Akintosh. Akintosh. Yes. Beautiful. So that's another thing I want to tell the listeners out there is that, you know, the scotches have really funky names and they are hard to pronounce. And they do not sound like they're written a lot of times. But don't be scared to ask someone. Right. I always say in wine, if you can't pronounce it, you should be drinking it. So <laughs> this is good for scotch, I think. So Akintosh, and this is the 12-year, and it comes from the lowlands. What does that mean about it, the lowlands? So this scotch is distilled three times, which mm. most scotches are distilled twice. Um, and this brings it to a higher alcohol um, percentage when it comes off the still and affects the nuances and flavors a little differently. Um, so let's let's give it a nose, actually. Okay. And we um, want to, I guess, look at the amazing color, which is beautiful. Yeah, it's a it's a honey colored. Um, a little you could see the oak in it. Um, mm. So when you smell it, you really get this toasted butterscotch smell. Yeah, it smells delicious. It's, I mean, you definitely can smell the alcohol too. You know, you know it's mm-hmm. a little bit more spirit there, but it it smells beautiful. It has a really wonderful nose. Yeah, and one trick is um, leave your mouth a little bit open when you're nosing the glass because okay. that'll ease the alcohol burn on your nose. So sometimes if you go <laughs> in for a big whiff of a, of a high-proof spirit, It'll feel like your nose hairs are burning, but if you leave your mouth open, it allows that oxygen to flow and it won't happen. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, while I, we're nosing this, we're going to take a quick break here on The Sipping Point. We're coming back with Kaylee Kolb, author of Booze for Babes. We have, we're going to sip this, talk about it and when we come back from the break. This is Lori Forster, the wine coach, and we're back with the sipping point and Kaylee Culp of Booze for Babes. We got booze in the house, and actually, it's scotch. We just tasted the, say it again. Akintoshin. Akintoshin. That sounds so cool. (laughs) It's a 12-year single malt scotch. Now, before we talk about what we tasted in here, what does that mean, single malt scotch? What makes it a scotch and not just a regular old whiskey? Sure. So to be Scotch whiskey, it has to be made in Scotland. And what a single malt is, is it's made from malted barley from one distillery. So there's two major types of Scotch that are sold in the American market. Single malts, 
which is right. what I just explained. The more and expensive. The, the more expensive. And then blends, which are a blend of grain whiskeys like corn or wheat okay. and barley that are from various different distilleries. Okay. All b- malted barley from Scotland in our glass. 12 years. This one was aged for. And it's very smooth on the palate. I was quite surprised. Yes. And you gave me a great tip about when I'm nosing, keep the mouth open a little bit and it won't. You won't get as much alcohol on the nose from that. Right. Love that. Okay. So we have another from Bowmore that's aged 15 years. Tell me what's different about this scotch from the first one we just tried. Sure. So the Bowmore is from the Isla region, which is in the seaside. And and characteristic of this region, it's brinier. Um, Absolutely. You definitely, you definitely get more of that saltiness in there. Um, you just want to have some raw oysters here with And this. more of that oh, wow. smoky... They yes. call it peaty, right? Right. So peat is a decayed vegetable matter that is used during the production process, and that's what gives it that earthy, mossy taste and flavor and smell to it. Now, I am tasting in very small sips. We don't have any ice in the glass. Right. So these are served room temperature? Yes. Serve them uh, room temperature. And I recommend tasting them all neat first. Get all of those flavors. I prefer to drink my booze neat anyway, but by adding a few drops of water to each glass after you've tasted it, opens it up a little bit and you'll get more of the flavor out of it. Initially, when you taste it neat, you might get the taste, which is the sweet, sour, salty, the alcohol tingle. But when you go in to put the water afterward, you'll get more of those nuances. Um, And this one, it's all smoke and, and all I uh, love this earthy. one. Yeah, you definitely get the oak in it too. Um, it's aged in two different types of barrels, mm-hmm. um, which are charred old bourbon barrels, which okay. is where that some of that char is coming from that you taste, and also sherry, okay. which gives it that dark, yes. really rich um, kind of burgundy flavor in the, or color in the glass. And if at home you want to drink along with us... <laughs> You can actually get the Akintoshin 12-year from the Lowlands at Wine World. That was $44.99 for the whole bottle. It's going to be many, many servings. And then our Bowmore 15-year from Isla. 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 Okay, I'm going to get it. (laughs) Isla 15-year is $70.99. No wonder I like it so much. We're moving (laughs) up in the world. But you can even try, that's available also at Wine World. Their 12-year, which is a little less expensive, about $52 at Highland Wine and Spirits. That's over in Clarksville, Maryland. Wine World is in Bel Air in Harford County. Uh, Okay, so we're serving these right now in Pilsner glasses, you said, is, yes. So, you know, what should people be serving their scotch in at home? What if you don't have fancy Pilsner highballs or white wine glasses? What's best? Well, I just love the tulip shape, and that's why I chose these, because um, these glasses have kind of a snifter round bottom with this um, pretty fluted top, and that really helps concentrate the aromas and the flavors. Um, but really, you could put it in a white wine, a stemmed white wine glass, or anything that kind of nice. helps concentrate those flavors. Um, I just think that the experience of drinking scotch is so much more fun when you could put it in a nice glass. So it's true. Whatever well, you same have. goes for wine. You know, I mean, it really, the quality of the wine glass so affects the tasting process that you know. I mean, literally, if I'm in a restaurant where they have those cheap clunky glasses, I, I almost don't even want to order anything because it's just not going to taste good. It's not fair. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is not Agreed. fair. <laughs> the wine is suffering. And you know, some people really love to taste in champagne flutes for the same reason. Um, so really just put it in a nice glass that with a nice shape that helps get those aromas to your nose a little better. Wow. Kaylee, we have barely scratched the surface of booze. You're going to have to come back because I have so much more I need to learn. I'd love to. <laughs> uh, folks want to visit your website for your articles and find out more about getting your book. Where should they go? Boozeforbabes.com. I love that. She's saying <laughs> booze. It's not politically correct. We love it. Thank you so much for being on the show. But you know what? We're going to keep tasting because you have one more scotch for us. What's it called? It's called the Glen Geary Founders Reserve. Okay. If you want to listen to our tasting session for that, go to our podcast at iTunes and search for The Sipping Point. We'll be right back. 